Hashtag Paramount Importance. Subtitle Questions at Spoonface1. Hashtag Verse TV 233C. These are the five most important questions you need to ask anyone that you're considering being in a relationship with. You better write this down, you better save this video, download it, whatever you need to do, but this is it. This is the key, I'm telling you. One, what is the most traumatic thing you have experienced in your life? Two, when you were a child, who did you spend the most time with and what were they like as a person? Three, what are your love, apology and forgiveness languages? Four, what do you want from this relationship? Five, what is your ultimate vision for us? Ask those questions and then make a decision Based on what they've told you, trust me, ask those questions and you will know if they're the right person for you. And furthermore, it's not just the answers they give, but the actions they take. Let me know your thoughts. All right, for the furthermore. I know that's right. Yes. So my answer to his first question, number one. Hmm. Most memorable um, experience, I would say, and maybe I'll put a minute on for each one, maybe mm -hmm. 20 seconds. My most memorable experience was when I was a kid, I walked in on a large family member of mine um, on top of tussling with my very small frame mom, and I'm not doing that. No. Anyway, but that was very traumatic for me. And he asked, what, what help have you been getting for it? I do, seeing a mental health counselor is a thing, and these are things that can come up with my mental health counselors when I'm able to see a mental health counselor. Um, what makes it more impactful to me is um, something I realized. That experience by no means turned, did not turn me gay, but I do feel that it contributed to my being more attracted to dudes who are able to protect me. And like, I, I always, that often comes up in discussion, like, could you protect me? And um, anyway, because that was a really scary experience. Like 911 had to be called and everything. And it was like, that was scary. So I, like a man who's able to protect me. Anyway, um, mm -hmm. protect me from what? Protect me from any possibility of it. Wow, I was about to make myself cry. Based complexity. What's your most major moment? All right. And this is real short 
But no, honestly, I really don't have any. There you go. <laughs> All right. So as far as the second question, who did you spend the most time with? I would say I spent the most time with my mom. And how was that person? My mom was uh, very smart, very open. You, you know, it, it, it's it, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. My mom was very smart, very open-minded, non-judgmental, welcoming. And I, I feel like stuff like that has rubbed off on me and makes me the way that I am. Like, even when we were talking about the whole religion topic, and I was like, well, you know, I think sometimes people feel the way they feel because they feel that it's genuinely helping. So people are entitled to feel what they feel. But yeah, most of my time was around my mom. Oh, also, she used to love, she had an exceptional vocabulary. And she would literally sleep with a huge dictionary under the bed. So in case she had a question on a word at any point, she would just go over, grab the dictionary look up the word and she would teach me to do that. But now with today's modern te technology, I just mm -hmm. ask Google, but it is a habit of mine. Based complexity, who did you spend the most time with? And what okay. were they like? And well, with me being my, well, both my parents, firstborn child, was really and definitely after my parents separated and later divorced, um, I really came more uh, what's the word? Uh, I guess more connected to my mother, and it's just the way it was. So if someone says your mama's boy, eh, I'll take it. It's yeah. not a put down. It shouldn't be. Well, well people can use yeah. it as a put down, but yeah, I don't it, think it's a bad thing. It depends on how it's used, but I don't think it is either. All right, and you know what, I, I think we have enough time. As far as languages, what's my love language for apology, for forgiveness, for love? My language for love, I, I would say it's quality time. I will also say, I don't know. I know these are things that people do like online tests for and stuff to get the exact answer. I've never done that. Never. I almost kind of started to read it a little bit in college. I, I, I didn't go through it all. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And it's just like, let me read something else. Anyway, but yeah, as far as my love language, to my knowledge, I'll say quality time. 
That's important for me. Quality time. And honestly, I'm a boring routine-based kind of guy. I kind of love routine. Just settling into routine with my husband. Anyway, yes. And, um, you know, even though this, we can, we can go back and forth each one of these three. So what's your love language? Love language. And is that was definitely nasty, but Mama commit down to three that's cool. Um now love language ever that would be a little tricky. Um and it would depend on would depend on how we connect and the amount of time we have known each other, which just to me, that actually makes a difference. Um, And yet, like I said, the one time we've known each other actually kind of plays a part also. Um, actually, yeah, that's what I have for that one. All right. And as for my forgiveness language, it is... And then actually, it's my apology language. Right. It's not that I have never, ever apologized begrudgingly, but I don't mind admitting when I'm wrong. I, I don't mind admitting fault in a thing and being sincere about it and working to learn and improve from my misstep. Basic complexity. All right. If I was at the point where I had to apologize for something, I'm not going to laugh. I was wrong. I was wrong. And I'll tell them straight up. Um, I thought it was also, um, like, as far as you accepting apologies, his third one was your forgiveness language. So I, I, I'll go with that one now. His third one yeah. is what's your forgiveness language. My thing, I, I just say, be sincere. And like I was saying, I do for my apology language. Be sincere. Try to learn to live better. Based complexity? Yeah, I wrote that with the forgiveness language, um, it definitely depends on if they could admit 
what they did wrong. Um, and yet time plays a role in it also. I mean, if it's something recent that's not that major, all right, that's cool. But if it's like a bigger thing, um, then I'm the type of person like, I right, just give me some time. Not saying I won't accept it, because I will. It might just take some time. That's what I've. Okay. And let's move on to topic D. Ready for topic D? Yep. Hashtag greatness divided. Subtitle apps at elite.mindsets. Hashtag verse TV 233D. Text why dating apps are bad for you. You go on a dating app, you're talking not just to one person, most likely, you're talking to multiple people. Imagine trying to watch five movies at the same time and enjoying any one of them. It doesn't matter how great any of the movies are. You're watching five at the same, if you've got five screens in front of you at the same time, you're watching movies like people watch sports in a sports bar where there's baseball and there's football and there's basketball and there's, you're not invest, you're not deeply invested in any one game. You're not in it. You're, you're being spread amongst all these multiple plot lines. So it's harder to get invested. Now you go on a date, right? At the end of that date, we get home and what do we do? Within seconds, we open up our phone, we go straight to the app that got us the date in the first place, and we see what else is going on. Who else has messaged me? And you're into not only another attraction plot line, but you've had the one that you were in disrupted. That could be a positive thing in the sense of not getting us too invested too quickly in one person, but it can also, the, the dark side of it is that we never really get invested in anybody. All right, so, basic complexity. I, um, I have always been the type of guy to only date one person at a time. I mean, could be, so if you're not committed, then it's fair game, and I get that. But just me personally, I've never been the type of guy to um, walk around like this list of different guys. It's just not how I operate. <laughs> That's what I have. So I agree with him and I don't agree with him and as far as the you know you go on a date and then you go home and you're right back into the apps and all of that mm. as for myself 
particularly in my thirsty, desperate dating days. If I went on a date with somebody and the first date was good, positive, I would say that, honestly, I kind of playfully classify myself as a gay U-Haul lesbian because I am like, if that first date went well, I am looking into our futures together. Like, where can we live together? Um, what, what will our children look like? What will our, anyway. But I, I look very far ahead into uh, very pedestrian things like those. But um, I, I look very far ahead and I don't just instantly hop back on the app because I'm like, no, excuse me, I have a boyfriend in the making, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I can't just hop on apps. What, what do I look like? Uh, I'm about to be taken. Thank you, hopefully, right? Mm -hmm. So th that's not me. Um, also, I will say, I remember this older dude I was talking with in college years ago. He told me that he hates people dating multiple people. And I was like, <clears throat> I think I sort of misunderstood or miscreated in my mind his meaning of the word dated because I took that to mean like, well, once you're talking with somebody online, if it goes well, that means you shouldn't talk to anybody else. And maybe that's exactly what he meant. But basic complexity, you're one squared. Um, I know some people um, operate in uh, in or uh, I'm sorry, I know some people operate in a way to explore their op options. Um, and hey, if that's you, then do your thing, but it's just not me. That's okay. It. As far as the older guy, he really expressed a disdain. And I, I think in retrospect, part of the reason that he was doing that was, you know, and I love dating me some older men, right? That's, that's not what, what I always do, but I, you know, I got a love for it, right? I, it's not, I got a love for it. Like it's a thing, but in other words, I don't, put much in terms of limits on the upper end of my dating. Nevertheless, I will say part of my issue with significantly older people dating significantly younger people is they can 
take a little more advantage of the younger person because even though the younger person is a an adult, they like me in that situation because I I think that he brought that up to me because that was his way of saying, hey, we've gone on this first date. I want you to be exclusive to me already. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess he's saying, because I, I'm learning, I'm learning. I was like 19 or whatever. I'm learning how to date. And this guy says that when you date, you shouldn't date multiple people. So I guess that means that I shouldn't even look for anybody else because I found this one person when on our first date, it was okay. So I guess I need to be committed to him until I'm not. And I, I think that was just my misinterpret, mistaking what he said, you know? And I, I, I take the blame for that. Anyway, my... Mm -hmm wrap-up sentence is chatting with someone does not equal dating someone and if it's an awkward first date that also does not equal just throw them away because it was a bad first date i i think that is a mistake that people myself included make in that <sighs> no if it's an awful first date if the person tries to put his hands on you on the first date signs oh. like that are signs to, that you can be like okay i'm done but sometimes like if it's a oh well he picked up the phone or, or some not picked up the phone but something just did something that I don't generally agree with. I don't think that should be necessarily grounds for writing him off because writing him off and being back to the drawing board, mm. back to your apps. Because Aaron Mack, Aaron Mack, like Tyra Banks said, learn something from this. You can learn something from the mistakes in the relationship and grow the mistakes that you made base complexity um no okay the hashtag verse tv family yes or no question is if your conclusion after your first date is bad do you quickly get back on dating apps base complexity yes or no if it was a bad first date. We talk about Ruby. Then if it was real bad, then I say why not go for it? <laughs> I say and also just because I want to have a different answer from you. Anyway, <laughs> I say no, I don't think that's what I do, because even if it was a bad first date, I think that I have high ideals, high hopeful 
ideals for a future of something manifesting better, you know? Or because, man, uh, I, I, I sound like, I do love me some Doja Cat. I do. And maybe Paint the Town Red will be one of my songs one week. Mm-hmm. But um, how she, she's like, ugh. In the song Paint the Town Red, she, she, Doja Cat is actually exceptionally talented. I'll say that. But but um, she, she had some rhyme scheme and she was like, da 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 ugh. da 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 ugh. And I'm like, I know that's mm-hmm. right, Doja Cat. Anyway. But, yeah, so I would say, no, I, I answered it. All right, are you ready for topic E? Yeah. Hashtag Cerebral TV 233 at Kagi at Chris Love Music at Mr. Grim 3 hashtag Verse TV 233E. Text, realizing our relationships are just mirrors. Need advice, should I stay or leave? Why do you want to go? Because he's not really exciting me anymore. I mean, he's a really good guy and everything like that, but I just feel like there's someone out there who's just more fun. Have you considered that perhaps you're not that exciting yourself? No, I'm plenty exciting. I rock climb, I hike, I paint, I have a great job. But didn't your last relationship end because you were also bored? Yes, I know, it's crazy. It's like everyone is so boring. And your partners are completely responsible for your happiness. That's what a relationship is, yes. What if I told you that relationships are merely a reflection of you, that you don't find other people that interesting because you don't find yourself all that interesting? But I just told you I do all kinds of things. But don't you do all those things because you're actually bored of yourself, so you feel like you need to do all those things? Wait, what? When's the last time you could just sit with yourself and just enjoy the moment? But that's so boring. Exactly. What you think is missing in him is actually what's deep down missing in you. Once you find that, perhaps make the decision from there. Okay, I don't have time to do that. You know, I have spin class in 15 minutes. I'm really busy. Yes, of course you are. Text. Brilliant. Greatest truth on TV. You're saying if you have a media machine that purposefully lies to its people to maintain a political fiction and get themselves power, that that is the hallmark of an authoritarian system, not a democratic system. Absolutely. Well, if we were ever to get something like that in the United States, we would be horrified, furious, to know that there was an entire media organization designed to bend reality, to manipulate facts, to maintain power. It would, if I may, and I don't, I'm I'm not trying to slam Hungary. It would never happen in the United States. It's just not, I I almost can't even conjure it, imagine it. It must be very difficult Mm. to live in a country where one media organization out of whole cloth, knowingly, explicitly, maybe even in meetings behind the scenes might say, we're lying to our audience, holy shit, and then call for news people to be fired for telling the truth. I mean, if something like that happened in the United States, it would be a dark day indeed. So I appreciate you raising the alarm bells for us. Text. 
This fifth grade class dealt with Islamophobia and anti-black racism, so I taught them that we're all from Africa. How many of y'all afraid of the dark? It's okay. It's a safe place. Safe place. Yeah, just come on. It's okay. It's okay. My kids got night lights everywhere, man. You can't even tell it's time for bed. Most of us are afraid of the dark, or we're afraid of the boogeyman, or some of y'all might hear something under the bed. Hopefully I don't ruin this for somebody, but those things ain't real. <laughs> they're not real. But sometimes we make up in our mind that they're real, and it, and it creates fear in us. The divisions that we see aren't really real, but we have to be careful. That's not to say that you just treat people like in a colorblind way. See differences, but see the common connection, right? See that we're all from the same place, but because we all left, we created different ways to make sense of life. Like that's, those drums, they, they do that in Africa. Then that came across the ocean. Like, but all people love music. That's apparent, right? So we all come from the same place. There was only one race. Say that for me, y'all. There was only one race. Think about that. People are going to tell you different. We have different ethnicities. We have different cultures, but we're the same. And with that, that means we should respect everyone's different ethnic groups, different ways they communicate. Matter of fact, before we go on, look to somebody next to you and say, what up, cuz? <laughs> Mr. Krim presented to our fifth grade students today. And it was a lovely experience for everyone to recognize that there, while we have differences, it's okay to be different. It's okay to embrace some of the sameness that we have as well. Our students really enjoyed it, and they left learning something and I think feeling better about each other as well. Thank you. Right, hashtag first TV family. This has been week 233, and I'm Aaron Mag, and you can find me, Aaron Mag, at firsttv.com. That's A A R O N M C K at B E R S T E A V.com. And you can find hashtag first TV all over the social media landscape. Just search hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V or on your favorite platform, search at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. We're at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. I was rattling the ball off, bop, 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 bop. And I was like, I think that's about it. But um, anyway, we used to have a Tumblr. Good old Tumblr. Uh, oh, I'm doing the Doja Cat thing again. Base complexity, where can people find you? All right. Um, kind of yeah uh do this but actually um we'll start with 
Instagram. On Instagram, my name on there is basic complexity. So it's two different words, basic and complexity, and just put them together in a space. So that's B-A-S-I-C-C-O-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. And that's Instagram. Now on TikTok, because <laughs> the name basic complexity, I guess, was already taken. Is annoying, but yeah, I had to switch my name on the just a little bit to I guess get an account. So on TikTok. My name on there is my basic complexity. So M Y B A S I C C O M P L E X I T Y. Then is for us, even is basic complexity at verse tv.com. So yeah, once again, um, B-A-S-I-C-C-O-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y at V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V dot com. And yeah, that's what I have. All right. I will say that I... Uh... When you spell basic complexity, sometimes I'm like, it would be so cute, so fetch if he spelled basic complexity. B A S I C C O M P L E X. Okay, E X I T I. So instead of Y, have I. That would be so cute. It's complexity with an I. <laughs> anyway alright hashtag verse TV family we'll see you all next week and same bad time same bad channel 9.35pm see y'all later bye bye now peace hashtag verse TV .com. stay blessed all right. hashtag verse TV Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Two, three, three.